T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Be Mitchell Finley, 1067 The Fan, with my man Linnell Willingham. And Linnell has been just screwing up the genres, uh, uh, our genre of music. Doesn't know who anybody You're is. You're Googling. We see you Googling. All night long. Not Googling. I'm on who Twitter. Five, four. Teddy Pendergrass. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> Second time I've said Landfill, Teddy Pendergrass. Give it to him, Landfill. Lionel Richie. I should know it. He got my, almost Bruh. got my name. <laughs> Your mom listens to this show? Huh? No. I'm, I'm, I'm happy she's not because she'll be highly pissed at you right a now. A lot of people are probably she would upset with me right, you right now. now. A lot of people are probably upset with me right now, oh, but it's cool. Oh, Lord, man. All right. The youth, my youth is what saved me. Okay. I should know this. Hey, it's saving you, but oh, who's like your heart? Well, I, should, I guarantee Craig Heist didn't know who Lionel Craig Richie knew. Was. I know Craig knew who that was. you telling me you think you, you trust what Craig I Heist know said. for sure Craig knew it. I'm sure he didn't. But let's get back to this football yeah. stuff, and we're going to get off of the hypotheticals and the, the stories that you give me that I could pick holes through all day because you don't even know what the veteran min- the, rookie, the rookie minimum is, so you can't argue that when you don't know. So let, let's just go back to this. B, hold on. The, no, no. We're, we're the not championship go. game's coming up this weekend. We, we, we moving Cameron on. Ward. No, we moving on. Cameron Ward is from Washington State. $402,000. Okay. And if he went to the NFL. If he declares for the draft and doesn't get drafted, he gonna make that he's phone. not going to have that $402,000 and he's going to be without a job. Um, but eventually he's going to be out of eligibility in college. Correct. So he's going to have to look for a job any damn way, right? And it w- so is Cameron Roy, what, what is he right now? What is his uh, – His NIL is 402,000. What is his state quarterback? What is his qualification? Is, what is he – What is his senior, major? Junior, senior, junior. Give me one second. He is – Cameron Ward is a – See, I have an argument. He almost have these things now. And he tell me $400,000. We just found out it's $705,000. It's a rookie minimum. But rookie minimum. you're accounting in for signing bonuses. Who? What seventh-round rookie is getting some massive are, are signing you, bonus? Are you stupid? The rookie minimum salary is seven hundred five, dude. Not Correct. The signing, not with a signing bonus. Correct. Okay. With that flat number without the signing bonus, which you said was $705,000, there's quarterbacks on this list that are making – K.J. Jefferson from Arkansas. Tyler Van Dyke from Miami is uh-huh. making more than that. Yeah, they and, are. And they're not going to get drafted. And they're not going to get drafted. Tyler Van Dyke is probably not is going to get drafted. Is he coming out this year? What is he, a junior, senior, sophomore, what? Tyler Van Dyke is a junior? Okay. And you think he won't get drafted at all? If he get drafted in the seventh round or he gets an undrafted free agent deal, he's going to make the seventh. Oh, guess what? Huh. He returned back to school. Mm-hmm. If he would have came out, if he would have came out, 
he was probably going to not be drafted at a certain level. That's why he went back to school. That's you, what I'm you, saying. But you're acting as if they're going back to school because of the money, the, ultimately. No, not, no, they're going back to school because they're trying to fix their position. Because he, what was he projected to go as? Sixteenth hmm? ranked quarterback projected to go as what? What round? I mean, if he's ranked sixteenth, fourth, fourth round draft, he's projected to go fourth round. Fourth round. So that dude right now is saying, "I'm going back to school because if I go back again, I could probably move up to third or second. That doesn't make That's next, what next year's quarterback class is far more dynamic than this one. So he's going to choose to come out next year where there's more guys hey, but, and a more chance for him to drop. Of course, because draft stock. the problem is, I keep telling you, Linnell, you told me you play sports, and, I, and the more you talk, the more I thought you don't play sports. Because uh, the guy that's going back to school to better himself, he's not concerned about the next because he believes he's better than them. That's just not getting good judgment and advice. If somebody's telling him that he's going to be get drafted ahead of Caleb Williams, whoever the hell's telling no, him no, that no, no, no. should be first, fired. First of all, this is this those is, are the guys see, in front of see, him. First of all, you got to learn to stop taking stuff out of out of context. There's no way I'm saying he thinks he's better than Caleb Williams, but he's a competitor. He think he's better hold, than everybody. Hold on, right? hold on, no, no, no. The guys that are rate are projected to be fourth, fifth rounders. Correct. He think he can move himself up past them. Because when you go into a draft, Caleb Williams mm-hmm. won the damn Heisman Trophy. Of course. Bad- Caleb Williams is a guy who, if Caleb Williams could have come out this year. He would have. He would have, even though he made $2 million in, in, of in the Of course. That's okay? not, I'm not talking about the guys uh, so, at the top so, of the but, draft. But the thing about it is, you're saying that the guys are going back because of the money. No, they're going back because most, a lot of them have to go back because the rules stipulated. Others are going back. You know why they're going back? Because they're trying to better their position, just like they've been doing forever. Now, if you show me a guy who's at a school, okay, he's a a, rook, a freshman or a sophomore, and he's at a school that is a D- Division three, Division two, mm-hmm. and that dude's making $2 million, he went back to school because of the money. The guys that are in Pac-10, Pac-12, SEC, Big Ten, all those, those guys are going back because they believe if I go back, I can put myself in a better position than I would, just like they've always done. It's not but necessary. there's no guarantee that that happens. Look at Sam Howell. He was projected to be a number first one overall all, pick. He goes back. First of all, it's no guarantee that none of the it is going to happen. The guaranteed, though. That's no, it's what's not. guaranteed. Because if the kid goes into school one year and he's playing exceptional and the next year he's not, guess what? They may not guarantee that money the again the next drops, year. The drops. No, no, no. You, you just said that it's a one, he said it's a one-year deal. Did he not? You said it's a one-year deal in college. So if they got 400000 this year and next year they come in and – I lost a, top, a lot of top players. If I'm smart, I'm going to have people to tell me, you think you're going to be better this year than next year? And if you're going to drop off, then I may not want to give you the same amount of money next year. You may drop down to 300000 200000 It's not guaranteed just because you got four hundred this year either. You could get hurt and not make your money. Let's be real about this thing. So let's move on. Move on. God, this dude right here. <laughs> so question. Better game this weekend. AFC, NFC. I think the NFC championships got more unknowns in it. We've already seen the Cincinnati Kansas City matchup before. Um, Burrow has gotten the better of Patrick Mahomes. I like the NFC championship game more because I think, from a storyline standpoint, from the way us media people look at it, more intriguing storylines. We've seen Brock Purdy be undefeated as Mister Irrelevant. This is by far the best team he's gone against. Are we going to see that other shoe drop? And see him drop back down to reality for Philadelphia. Well, y'all been waiting for like the last eight we weeks have. for the drop. And, and it hadn't, and it hadn't happened, yet. It hadn't so happened yet. If you keep saying it's going to happen eventually, huh? 
On the other side, for Philadelphia, with Jalen Hurts, there's an argument to be made. They beat the Giants in, in the divisional round. Not really a formidable, formidable opponent. Somebody they that they're supposed to beat. They didn't beat them. Correct. They, 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 beat did. Them they did what they were supposed to do. 10. The question is, can Jalen Hurts win big playoff games? Because in his playoff debut last year against Tampa Bay and Tom Brady, he looked horrible. Last week against the Giants, a team that they completely overmatched. My question is, is Philadelphia having success because Jalen Hurts is elevating that team, or are they elevating Jalen? And I think uh, that's ultimately going to matter when I it's think time if we ultimately, for Howie Roseman if to we, sign him if, to a deal. If we look at, see, you like to ask some questions, and I think you're very good at that little tease thing, but if you want to look at the team, look at the games when he plays, mm-hmm. and look at the game when he don't play, Jalen elevates the Eagles. Now, they did improve some people around him, but X Smith, Devontae, mm-hmm. X A.J. Brown, does Jalen put the ball in the right spot? Does he give them play? Does does he help them out in their game? They'll say yes. Of course. So I, I love how people like to just elim- – they want to dismiss him. That dude, when he's on the field, makes a defensive coordinator lose sleep because he can run the ball, he can pass the ball. But I've been watching him. Mm-hmm. He's more of a leader than most of these quarterbacks that we love to kiss up to. That's his number one quality he's to me. also – has an a, a, a intellect that's as good as any two. And I talked earlier about when you're a quarterback and you can put yourself as normal as the other guys, in a sense, like when you mm-hmm. show that level of toughness, he's that. He's a guy in the weight room squatting over 600 pounds in front of his people, and they're looking like, oh, crap. Because most quarterbacks in the NFL don't lift weights. And if they do, they do the Richard Simmons workout. They go in real quick. <laughs> Do a little thing and What'd get you out. Call it? The, the Richard, Richard Simmons. Simmons. You don't remember Richard Simmons? The, the, the little workout dude with the Liberty shorts he always wore? <laughs> but ultimately, Jalen Hurts has done enough this year for people to stop trying to question him. And just like I stated before, if Brock Purdy comes out and starts, if they start trying to make him throw the ball, throw the ball, let's say the Eagles go in and they stop their running game and Brock mm-hmm. has to pass the ball. It's not all on Brock Purdy. If Jalen Hurts goes in this game and he scores, let's say he scores. 29, 30 points, mm-hmm. and they lose the game. People going to blame Jalen Hurts. They're not going to blame somebody It's the nature else. of the beast. It's the game yeah. that we but, follow. But if you score 29 points <clears throat> in a playoff game, should be enough to you win. should damn sure have enough to win. So for me, as I look at them, I, look, I, I, the NFC I'm going to be looking at definitely. You know, I wish I could go up to Philadelphia with Landfield, but, you know, he told me I couldn't <laughs> hang out with him and his crew. But I, 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 I think this game, I'm actually more intrigued with the AFC one, because the fact that Joe Burrow has beat them three times, yeah, because of the fact that Patrick Mahomes is injured, because they've been very coy all week. The one statement I heard was, he woke up on Monday, and he was feeling much better. That's all you need to know. I'm saying the next day. Yeah. So. And and Solomon said that that high ankle sprain thing. I tell the story about a, a, a friend of mine, well, was my roommate. He had a high ankle sprain. He was a rookie, first mm-hmm. week of camp. Donnie Warren came in the next week, broke his ankle. Donnie was playing in seven, eight weeks. Lee was still in his boot in November. Okay, <laughs> so when you hear that a guy woke up from a high ankle sprain feeling better, that's a plus. Yeah, and let's remember, it's supposed to be debilitating. Donnie was a little older then. Right. 
past what, 25, 26? Heal different, right? So he might heal a little differently. And that medicine that they gave him or can give him is different. I watched Donovan McNabb play in the game, and they say he had a high ankle sprain. He stood in the pocket, and Donovan was a running quarterback, a right. run, moving around and things like that. He could pass in the pocket, but he, you know, he he didn't he wanted to prove he could do that, but he didn't want to just do it all the time. Right. Well, in that game, he passed for over four, over, I think it was four, 300, almost 400 yards. After the game, we found out he had a broken tibia. Shows you what the toilet dollar do. So <laughs> what I'm saying is, I just think it they, limits. They, it's going to limit it, him in it, some way. It may way. limit him from running around, but now we're going to find out what can Andy and 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 Benjamin do when if your guy can't move around because we've seen Pat sit in the pocket mm-hmm. and pick you apart. So I'm I'm impressed. I, I, I'm I'm ready to see, but I'm actually looking at that game even more because I'm looking at. I think if I if I took San Fran and the Eagles, I would say. The Eagles have the better overall team. One through 50. Yeah. I think <clears throat> even, I agree with even this, the Eagles running game is better than San Francisco's running game. Yeah. And they now, do it with lesser known names. So when you begin to do so, and yes, so when you look at the, the defense of the 49ers, they mm-hmm. can do it. Do they go running as fast as they normally do because Jalen's on the field? Or do they slow it up a little bit, which opens up something else? Flip it over. Yeah. The Eagles have had a problem stopping the run. They have. Do they focus on the run and the fact that they have a damn good defensive secondary? Yeah. They match up on those receivers. That'll be my game plan. I think Ayuk and, and uh, Debo are very good. Two number one receivers. But I believe those cornerbacks for the Eagles can play, so they may be able to put one little more and more person and then right. make Brock instead of throwing into zones because a lot of people play zone against them. That would be my with the plan. Running. They play zone and make him have to throw the ball to a man, man to man. So it's a lot of thought process going into these games, but it's championship week. It's championship Sunday. I'm gonna be enjoying myself no matter the AFC or NFC. Is oh, of course. I, I I want myself to be correct. I've been I've been. Screaming. I want to be, I, I be correct on the betting side of it. That's what I care about. What you what you what's your play for this weekend then? Hadn't figured that out yet. Okay, you know you still got a couple days. Yeah. I've been saying Bengals whatever Eagles, Amit, since week 15. Whatever Amit bet, I'm betting because Amit seems to be on the roll right now. So I'm going to hit my phone, man. We can, we, we can uh, have my friends meet his friends. And- no, nah, we don't do that because your friends, no. <laughs> Can't do all that. All right, let's take a break here. We get back, we're going to be joined by Martin Bayless. He's going to join us, talk to us a little bit about that AFC championship game, get his take on Kansas City and the things that they're doing and what they're worried about with Patrick Mahomes, and then again. Why are the Cincinnati Bengals so damn good, even when they have offensive linemen hurt? This is B. Mitchell Finley, 1067 The Fan. We'll be back. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Be Mr. Philly, 106.7 The Fan. You know, as we continue going through the show today, we like to get players that played for the teams that we're going to be watching over the weekend. And my next guest was a former teammate of mine at a little point. Very good friend of mine, and joining us on the BetQL guest line. Sports betting has come to Maryland. Don't place that first bet without checking with BetQL. BetQL analyzes every game to find you the most profitable betting opportunities. Get three free days of BetQL access by downloading the BetQL app or visiting BetQL.com. And joining us right now, my guy, Martin Bayless. What's up, Martin? How you doing, bro? B. Mitch, how you doing, man? I am doing fantastic. And Martin, if you can find him on Instagram at CampmanBayless. Uh, Martin also right now is uh, head coach, I mean, special teams coach of the Philadelphia Stars. Also is at Briar College. Young man is doing all types of things, trying to get the young people able to play some ball like he did. And, Martin, you got a game coming up this weekend. Your former team, Kansas City Chiefs, taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. It hadn't been good for them for the last three tries. What makes it different this time? Well, as you just stated, uh, the Bengals have had their number the last three times out. Um, once again, it's, it's a championship game and this team will go to the Super Bowl and we know both as players that it doesn't matter what happened in the past. What happens is, uh, what happens in that locker room on uh, Sunday afternoon when the players make up their mind what they're going to do. So, uh, you know, a lot of the stuff we look at from a st- statistic standpoint, uh, of past performances, uh, it really doesn't play a factor in what's going to happen on Sunday afternoon uh, once these two teams uh, start to play. We've been having conversations all day about quarterbacking, and we look at this game where you have two of the best quarterbacks in the league. Uh, I think over on the other side you have Brock Purdy, who has a great team around him, but he's shown a lot for himself. And you look at uh, uh, Jalen Hurts, who I think is showing himself as one of the top guys, double threat quarterbacks, say it like that. But in this football mm-hmm. game – you know, it's not all about the quarterbacks, although they do help. But Pat Mahomes is hurt. Does that play a major difference in this game? Uh, no question about it. I think uh, him uh, getting nicked the last game uh, will play a factor in the outcome of this game. Uh, I can go back and, and go over past experience that I've been involved in, both for the players and coach. And I'll give you one example. Um, back in 2004, when I was on the defensive staff with the Carolina Panthers, uh, we played in the NFC Championship game against the Philadelphia Eagles uh, that was led by Donovan McNabb. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both uh, had efficient offenses and uh, both had efficient defenses, so it was going to be a great game. Uh, late in the fourth quarter, their starter, which was Donovan McNabb, uh, fell uh, to an injury, and he was out the game for the rest of the day. And I believe uh, Ty Detmer came in as a, a backup. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles was not the same team, and uh, I would I would agree that a quarterback 
like a marquee quarterback if you're injured or get injured during the course of that game. Uh, the other team doesn't have time to recover uh, because that quarterback hasn't had enough practice to back up, has had, had enough practice and prepare for the situation. And I know from being in these games, uh, it happened to us when I played. Uh, we played in two different NFC Championship games, um, AFC Championship games when I was with the Chiefs, and we played Buffalo. And both times our starting quarterback got hurt during the course of the game. Uh, one of the years it was Joe Montana. Mm. And uh, we just couldn't recover. So, uh, yes, when your uh, leader of your team is injured or gets injured during the course of the game, uh, that could play a major factor in the outcome. When you look at Kansas City and, and the makeup of, of their roster, Patrick Mahomes got his big money a few years back. They ended up losing Tyreek Hill and Traverius Ward this offseason. What have you made of the other guys that have stepped up in their place, like an Isaiah Pacheco uh, and the kid Trent McDuffie on defense. Uh, Pacheco has, I mean, you can look at his stats. Pacheco's done extremely well. I think the Chiefs, uh, as far as the running game, have actually been more consistent here the last five or six weeks uh, when Pacheco's actually been in the backfield. They've been more consistent running the ball, and uh, I think his results have been uh, been fairly uh, uh, respectable. Um I think one thing about this football game that's going to play a big factor is which of the offenses established the run game early. Um, Both, I think, have good running backs. uh, But the team that established the run game early will do another favor uh, is that they'll keep the other offense off the field because of ball control. And that usually plays a factor. I know, uh, you know, when teams used to strategically plan against – Peyton Manning, for example, when he was playing in the league, uh, you would have to limit his his exposure by keeping him off the field. And the only way you could do that is run the ball and your offense uh, control the clock. So I think with both of these quarterbacks who are excellent, um, I think the offense who can control the ball through the run game and keep the other offense off the field is going to give their team a better chance. Well, you've been with different aspects of coaching uh since you left the game of football, your 13th season in the NFL, when you look at players and when you see, like, Pat Mahomes get hurt or you look at uh, injured people on the Cincinnati Bengals, what's the mindset you're trying to get to those players, you know, the younger players per se, as to, like, you know what, you got to do your part now. We can't worry about him just being hurt, but still you got to do your part. How do you get that across to the guys even more? Well, B-Mitch, you got it on number one as a coach. Um, you got to galvanize your team. Um once again, we play this game every Sunday for a reason. There is no, uh, <laughs> there is no uh, layup or there is no, I put my helmet on the middle of the field and we're going to win. Uh, when you have young players, number one, you have to empower them with information. And also as a coach, uh, you got to make sure that they're ready for battle every weekend. And uh, when you have them during the week in the classroom, uh, you got to spend countless time with them, preparing them. Uh, number two is that uh, when we're on the practice field, you got to be getting that work done on the field. And number three is then the most important thing is that you got to hold people accountable. Um, when you hold people accountable uh, for their work and their outcome, uh, you usually get the respect and you get the performance that you need from a person. Uh, it's when you just assume things will happen uh, based upon uh, prior uh performances and that's when you get let down so 
uh, this game, uh, both teams are working extremely hard on the field, off the field. Uh, but as a coach, you got to hold those players accountable, and uh, you got to put that in their mindset that uh, there is no, you know, this is that game, and uh, we all are ready. We all have been prepared for this game, and uh, when we get on that field, uh, you know, there is no tomorrow. So we got to make sure that we're calm, cool, and collective. Uh, but you got to strike while the iron's hot. Uh, you are a defensive back, and uh, you've also been a back, uh, secondary coach at some point in your uh, coaching career. Steve Spagnuolo right now, decoordinated with the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm sure he's looking at this at this Cincinnati offense, saying, "How the hell am I going to stop him?" <laughs> Martin Bayless is the decoordinator, and you got you got Higgins, <laughs> you have Boyd, you have Chase. You know all those different weapons. How do you stop them? Well, Cincinnati, uh, if you look at their roster on offense between the quarterback, uh, the three receivers, and the tight end, mm-hmm. and don't forget the running back. Oh, I forgot um, they got two of those. Yeah. <laughs> they, they they arguably may have the best roster in the National Football League at the, at the skill positions. Um, you know, we've seen this before, B-Mitch, uh, you know, when teams we had the greatest show on turf, uh, you know, there's there's been a lot of offenses that have come and gone who have, were very talented um, with a number of weapons, uh, but they're they're beatable um, as a coach. Um, number one is that uh, once you do your homework, number one you have to identify uh, what poison you're going to pick. Am I going to pressure? Uh, I'm going to run zone blitzes. I'm going to play man coverage. I'm going to play zone. Uh, all those things factor in your game plan. Uh, but one thing that football players talk about that is very apparent when teams win is the physicality of the game. And uh, as a defense, um, with teams like this, number one, you got to be the most physical football team, and you got to win up front in the trenches. You know, your four guys down, you know, down with their hands in the dirt, or the three-four defense. If you play that, uh, they got to win up front. I mean, they have to dominate that football game because if the physicality's not there, um, you uh, you seem you, you seem to fall behind. Mm-hmm. So that's number one, the physicality of the game. The second thing is uh, you have to have a, a game plan where um, I'm not going to say mix it up, but you got to have some variety in the plan where uh, you give a good football team. Uh, you got to make them think. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to take you got to take the coach out of the game because they've been practicing all week to uh, adjust to what you're doing. But you got to come up with something to take their coach out of the game and uh, make their players make adjustments that they had not planned to make. So uh, with that, um, I think you give yourself a chance. But like I said, we've seen this before with high-powered offenses and good players. We also saw teams, also saw teams uh, neutralize that. Um, we saw Patrick Mahomes get neutralized a couple Super Bowls ago against Todd Bowles' defense in Tampa. Yes, indeed. Uh, so, I mean, it can be done, uh, but it's going to take the best effort from the players on Saturday, on Sunday afternoon. It's going to take a, a hell of a game plan put in place uh, by the defensive coordinators. Well, I think you and I are cheering for the same side. I'm pulling for Andy Reid. Uh, <laughs> you played two stints in Kansas City, so I think you're pulling for them too, man. I appreciate you. I think you made some of our listeners a lot smarter today. Appreciate you for joining us, man. 
Hey, Brian, thanks for the time, man. Get great catching up with you, man. And, uh, yeah, let's see what happens on, sa- on Sunday afternoon, man. We'll talk after that. All right, Martin. Take care, man. That's Martin Bayless joining right, us on the BetQL guest line. You can get him on Instagram at CampmanBayless, B-A-Y-L-E-S-S. We're going to take us a quick break here, and when we get back, as we get him every week, our cap swinger, Garnett Hathaway, is going to join us. Be Mitchell Finley, 106.7 The Fan. We'll be right back. Well, the Caps are going to be taking on the Penguins tonight. And, uh, you know, it's just to get to the point where Garnett joins us right now. What's up, Garnett? How you doing, man? I'm good, guys. How you doing? I'm good, man. JP is in Utah trying to ski. We just hope he doesn't hit a tree or nothing like that. Oh, hope he gets geez. back yeah, safely. Yeah. Uh, his wife and his uh, father-in-law told him he must wear a helmet. Yeah. I agree with that. I hope he does. Yeah, yeah. I told him he had to wear the helmet because if his ears get in the wind, he was going to fly away. <laughs> I wanted to make sure. I wanted to make sure he, my, my buddy, gives back to me. But nah, man, you all were in a had an unbelievable streak going, and then you got on a little roller coaster ride here. How do you settle down? You're playing against your hated rivalry tonight. How do you settle down to get back on that uh, winning streak that you had earlier? Yeah, there's a. I mean, there's a couple things. First of all, we you know we have the leadership to to keep us even keel in our room. You know, we it's a long season. There's ups and downs, and you have to, you know, make sure you limit the downs. Um, and a game like tonight, like you said, like against a Pittsburgh arrival, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's one that it's it's easy to get up for. It's easy to get excited about, um, you know, and it's one that you're you're ready to kind of turn that tide to to the winning ways again. Um, and so yeah, we're we're excited about tonight. Could, probably couldn't be a better timing for us right now. Is this the best opponent to have when you're like you know you want to get back to that? that groove that you had, is this the best opponent to have? I, I think so. You know, I think it's one of those that if you can find a way to win, they're, they're a really hard team to play against um, and, and, and all over the ice. They don't give up any room anywhere, right? They, they battle hard. They're hard on every kind, every puck. Um, so it's one of those games that if you can come out with a win against a team that plays the right way, plays really hard, then you have, you know, you, you must have played your best game. You, you had to have, played really well and played to your structure. So it's one that, you know, you can, you can win some games and say, Hey, you know, we, we didn't play great, but in order to win tonight, we're going to have to play great. And it's one that I think will help, you know, help us in, in future games too. Garden, man, when I watch you, uniform swag is definitely up there for you. They released the jerseys that you all will be wearing for the uh, NHL stadium series game on February the 18th. Have you gotten a chance to peek at the uniforms and what type of combinations you think you're going to rock together with it? Yeah, uh, I, I saw I saw it today actually for the first time. Um, Ovi was Ovi threw it on. I think he had a little bit of a photo shoot before practice. Um, yeah, they're they're fun. They're gonna they're exciting. It's gonna you know I, I had never played out outdoors and I've always you know followed the league obviously and seen you know the different designs, the unique jerseys they have and and color schemes. Um, yeah, the, the jerseys are cool. You know they're different. Um, the logo is huge. It's the Weagles back. Um, the helmet decals are massive. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's our, it's our coloring, but it's going to be one that, uh, I think will look really good, especially against their jerseys too. And, and to be outdoors makes it even better. You say it's your first time playing outdoors. So have anyone told you like the differences? Cause does the depth perception messes with you? Any outdoors compared to the inside? Uh, you know, I've heard, I've heard a couple of different things. Um, you know, obviously at first it's the ice condition. That's probably the biggest one. And, you know, to, to hopefully get it as, you know, as as good as possible, as as game like, arena like as possible, is, is tough. But you know, I think it comes pretty close. 
and I everything I've heard it's you know they you know the guys who have played in uh, that Minnesota game, the outdoor game last year. I heard it was absolutely freezing. Wow. So hopefully, hopefully it's a little warmer for us down in Raleigh. Um, but it it's going to be one that I think you know you just you want to win. Winning makes everything better. So I think that having a lot of family there too, um, you know, it's a special time to. I think we have, we have a family skate the night before, and then you know just be able to to enjoy it, and then and then go into the game and and just want to win. And you know, everyone around us will be in a little better mood if we win. Well, you know, JP and I, we like to see you as family. So uh, you, it's your first time going outdoors, and we were thinking about coming down to the game. Uh, JP just backed out, so but I, myself and my buddy Ahmed, we still are planning to come. You know, so I get down there and I start screaming. You're not gonna act like you don't know me, right? <laughs> no, no, no. I'll, I'll be ready. <laughs> no, that would be awesome. I mean, obviously JP's probably skiing again or something, but um, no, it'd be if you guys are down there, it'd be awesome to see you and. Yeah, we got to get you on some skates or something, too. Uh, no, oh, I, I didn't say anything about doing all that. I'm yeah, just saying I'm, 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 be, I'm down to cheer for you. We want to drive down like that day, check out the game, and come back the next day. You know, so yeah. it'd, be, it'd be a good little thing. I think it'd be something cool to uh, – I've never been to an outdoor game, and I've yeah. told people I'd much rather sit in a hockey game and watch that than I do football a lot of time because football, to me, I've been doing it since I was a kid, so it's second nature. When I'm watching hockey, I love the physicality of hockey. Yeah, it's it's different, right? And that's probably the same thing with me when I when I started watching football. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, you know, it's, uh, well, but I think you know to be a to be able to take in an outdoor game is going to be a lot of fun, and you know I think they're going to do a great job with the environment around it too. It's not just you know it's not your regular stadium game. It's you know it's in the arena. It's it's a football stadium, right? So it's going to yeah. be it's going to be unique. But I I think they've they've done some things to make it really special too. You guys went on that incredible run during the month of December. You were one of the best offenses in all of the NHL. You were able to get back Nikki Backstrom. You got Tom Wilson back. I know Nikki missed the other night with a uh, with an illness. As we get ready to creep upon this second half of the season, Garnet, how much more confident are you guys now that you're as close to full strength as you've been all season? Yeah, I, I mean, we were lucky to have those guys, um, to have them back, to have them healthy, and I think we're, you know, we're going to, we're going to hit our stride. It's just a matter of time. Um, and, and hopefully tonight's the start of it, but it's one of those that you, when you look at our, our roster, you look at the guys we have in the room, the leadership, we're a really dangerous team. Um, so we got to gain some ground back, um, you know, in the near future. And then I think it's going to be, it's going to be tough to stop us going forward, especially, you know, especially with everybody back and, right. and healthy and, um, you know, some games under their belt too. You know, it's we had a couple of guys come back from really long recoveries, um, tough injuries, but but now they're you know they look great, and it's going to be one of those where I I wouldn't want to play against us. So I, I hope that's how it keeps going. All right, well you, you got your like I said heated rivalry, heated and hated rivalry yeah. tonight. Uh, what what's the last things you have to go through before you get right into the game mode where you know okay I'm ready to go? Do you have any little Things you do every time, every week, every before every game, especially this one. Um. Yeah, I mean, right now it's going to be. I'm going to lay down for a little nap. Um, I just got back from the ring from pregame skate, but yeah, it's probably that. Just that drive into DC um, is usually that's like you know about twenty twenty five minutes where it's just kind of time to focus on the game. You know, yeah. just thinking about it. Um, you know, maybe 
Maybe I don't get stuck in traffic. Maybe I get a little bit of road rage. You know, you get you get ramped <laughs> up a little bit. Uh, no, but you just uh, um, it's exciting. You know, it's that that walk into the rink um, that's special every time. So, and once we get that, you know, we, we have a couple more meetings and we really focus on the details of the game. And and that's when you start, you know, getting in mentally. You're you're even more bought in. And then, um, you know, I, I I play two touch or we play soccer too. So that's you get that competitive part too. Um, guys don't go easy on each other, so it's a good warm up for the game, and and guys get ready to kind of compete too, which is which is nice. Well, they say you got to put a lot of thought into the warm up so you can get ready for the big game. So, man, good luck for you. good luck to you all tonight, man. We hope you get you another victory, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, man. Sounds great. Thanks, guys. All right, it's going to Hathaway. Our Caps winger joining us as he does every week. Garnet Hathaway is driven by Lindsay Volvo Cars of Alexandria, where their goal is, is your complete satisfaction. Be like Garnet. Score your next Volvo with the assist from Lindsay in the crease of Alexandria and LindsayVolvoCars.com. We're going to take us a quick break here, and you know what day it is. It is Thursday, and I'm sure some people probably uh-huh. upset you. They impede you off, and you want to get back at them. So you know what? Hit us at 1-800-636-1067. We have Bleep You Thursdays coming up. Be Mitchell Finley, 1067 The Fan. We'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.